0: The National Teachers Unions are losing grip on America's children, but they're not going to go away quietly. They're now using the federal government and federal law enforcement agencies to go after parents. This is Randy Osborne. Worldview truth. One of what I probably see the only positive results from COVID is when schools closed their doors and took learning online with this online children was went home and parents had an opportunity to see and learn exactly what children were being taught from the public school system over years parents have been lulled to sleep because the school boards the school system has said we are the experts we're in charge and we know how to educate your child. So leave that to us and let us educate your children. But parents found out instead of schools educating their children, they were indoctrinating their children in various philosophies such as critical race theory, socialism, communism, and LGBTQ agendas. When the schools opened again, Parents began converging on the school boards, demanding answers. They began questioning textbook content. They found out social emotional learning was actually indoctrination techniques on how to disrespect family, disrespect authority, apologize for the race that God made you and apologize for the gender that God made you. Parents began holding school boards accountable for their actions They began questioning mask mandates. Parents began realizing that the school system did not have their children's best interest at heart. Most school boards didn't know how to respond to that. They did not know how to respond to parents that were demanding accountability from the school boards and from the school system. Parents began demanding answers on why schools were teaching children how to hate their country, how to disrespect their parents. So, what does the teachers' unions do? They decide to send a letter to their friend, Joe Biden. And here's what the National School Boards Association writes to the President of the United States Dear Mr. President, America's public schools and its education leaders are under an immediate threat. The National School Boards Association respectfully asked for federal law enforcement and other assistance to deal with a growing number of threats of violence and acts of intimidation occurring across the nation. Local school board members want to hear from their communities on important issues that must be on the forefront of good school board governance and promotion of free speech. However, there must be safeguards in place to protect public schools and dedicated education leaders to do their jobs. And it goes on to say this NSBA believes immediate assistance is required to protect our students, school board members, and educators who are susceptible to acts of violence affecting interstate commerce because of the threats to their districts, families, and personal safety. You notice that little buzzword that they use or term saying interstate commerce? See, that's the only way that they were would be able to get the federal government to get involved in this issue is by claiming that this is an interstate commerce issue. So when parents start demanding answers, the teachers unions decide to go in for reinforcements and ask the federal government law enforcement agencies to get involved, to stop these parents from demanding answers from the school boards. And what does Joe Biden do? He refers it to the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland. In a Senate hearing, Senator Ted Cruz questions General Merrick Garland. Let's listen and hear in on what Merrick Garland has to say.
1: Under Barack Obama, the Department of Justice was politicized and weaponized. When you came before this committee in your confirmation hearing, you promised things would be different. I asked you specifically quote, will you commit to this committee that under your leadership the Department of Justice will not target the political opponents of this administration. Here was your answer quote, absolutely it's totally inappropriate for the department to target any individual because of their politics or their position in a campaign. That was your promise just a few months ago. I'm sorry to say you have broken that promise. There is a difference between law and politics. And General Garland, you know the difference between law and politics. Law is based on facts. It is impartial. It is not used as a tool of political retribution. This memo was not law. This memo was politics. On Wednesday, September 29th, the National School Board Association wrote a letter to the president Asking the president to use the Department of Justice to target parents that were upset at critical race theory, that were upset at mask mandates in schools, to target them as domestic terrorists. On the face of the letter, the letter was in repeated consultation with the White House, in explicit political consultation with the White House. That was on Wednesday, September 29th. Five days later, on Monday, so right after the weekend, boom, you pop out a memo giving them exactly what they want. Now, by the way, I understand that. In politics, that happens all the time. An important special interest wants something? Sir, yes, sir. We're going to listen to them. Let me ask you something, General Garland. In the letter, which you told the House of Representatives was the basis for this abusive memo targeting parents, how many incidents are cited in that memo?
2: I have to look back through the memo. Okay,
0: Now, just for a heads up, Merrick Garland is the one that actually put the memo out, but he doesn't remember. Now, maybe he had a staff member do it or whatever, but something of this significant, don't you think that Merrick Garland would actually know? Let's listen on.
1: How many incidents are cited in that memo? Uh,
2: I have to look back through the memo. You uh,
1: you don't know how many of them uh, were violent? Again, The the general report... How many of them were violent, do you know? I don't know. You don't know. And there's a reason you don't know. Because you didn't care, and nobody in your office cared to find out. I did a quick count just sitting here. During this hearing, I counted 20 incidents cited. Of the 20, 15 on their face are nonviolent. They involve things like insults. They involve a Nazi salute. That's one of the examples. My God! A parent did a Nazi salute at a school board because he thought the the, the policies were oppressive. General Garland is doing a Nazi salute at an elected official. Is that protected by the First Amendment?
2: Yes, it is.
1: Okay. Fifteen of the twenty on the face of it are not violent. They're not threats of violence. They're parents who are unhappy. Yet, miraculously, when you write a memo, the opening line of your memo, in recent months there has been a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence. You know what? You didn't look, and nobody on your on your staff looked. Did you even look up the 20 instances?
2: As I testified, the decision to make, uh, the send a memo is for an assessment.
1: Did you look up the problem. 20 instances?
2: I did not read. Did anyone
1: on your staff look them up?
2: I don't know the answer, but it's of, not uh, But of the course memo. you
1: don't. In general, there's a reason. Look, you started your career as a law clerk to Justice Brennan. You've had many law clerks... During the year, during your time as a judge, I was a clerk to Chief Justice Rehnquist. I'll tell you what, if I drafted an opinion for the Chief Justice and walked in and it said there's a disturbing pattern of violence, well, Ted, how do you know that? Well, I got an abacus brief here who claims it. You would fire a law clerk who did that.
0: Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is Randy Osborne. I want to introduce to you a new podcast called Worldview Truth. Worldview Truth discusses conservative issues and battles that are important to you that you will not hear on mainstream media. Please follow, like, and share Worldview Truth with Randy Osborne. Thank you and God bless. Worldview Truth. This is Senator Ted Cruz questioning Attorney General Merrick Garland concerning the memo that was put out by the Department of Justice to go after parents at school boards so let's continue listening and hearing what he has to say
1: attorney general of the united states this was not a tweet you sent this is a memo to the federal bureau of investigations saying go investigate parents as domestic terrorists
2: that is not what the memo says at all it does is, not, is
1: it what the letter says
2: that is not what is
1: it what the letter says
2: I don't care what the letter says. You don't
1: care. You said it was the basis of your memo. You testified under oath before the House of Representatives. The letter was the basis of your memo. Now you don't care about the letter?
2: The letter and public reports of violence and threats of violence. My memo says nothing about domestic terrorism. says nothing about parents committing any such things. My memo is an attempt to get an assessment of whether there is a problem out there that the federal government needs to... The
1: letter on its face says the actions of the parents could be the equivalent to a form of domestic terrorism. And that is wrong. And and asks the president to use the Patriot Act in regards to domestic terrorism, directed at parents. This was the basis of your memo. My memo. The Department of Justice, when you're directing the FBI to engage in law enforcement, you're not behaving as a political operative because a political ally of the president says, hey, Go attack these parents because we don't like what they're saying. Department of Justice, you did no independent research on what was happening, did you?
2: The memo has nothing to do with. Did you do independent
1: research? The memo has. Did you no- do independent research? The memo
2: has nothing to do. So with you're not answering that politics.
1: question. You've testified you know nothing about the violent sexual assault that happened in Loudon County, even though it's one of the bases in this letter.
2: I read about it since then.
1: Okay. You told the House last week you knew nothing about it. Not,
2: know at the time, no.
1: Okay. This week, the court concluded that a 14-year-old girl was violently raped by a boy wearing a skirt in the girls' restroom. The school district covered it up, released the boy, sent him to another school where he violently raped another girl. The father who Mr. Holly just showed you was the father of, of, of the first girl. He was understandably... Do you understand why a parent would be upset when your daughter is raped at school, the school board covers it up, and then lies to you and claims there have been no assaults, we have no instances... ...of assaults in our bathroom, and that was a flat-out lie, as the court concluded this week. Do you understand why the parent would be upset?
2: Absolutely, and is any expressions of upset are completely protected by the First Amendment. Except
1: you just called him a domestic terrorist. I
2: never called him that. That's not correct. This
1: letter calls him a domestic terrorist. You based a direction to the FBI, an official direction from the Attorney General, on this letter. And I'll tell you what, the, the NSBA is so embarrassed of this letter, they've apologized for it and retracted it, But you don't apparently have the same willingness to apologize and retract what you did. Let me ask you something else.
0: So what happened is the school board association or actually the teachers union that actually sent out the original letter to the Biden administration asking for the Department of Justice to get in and stop these parents from from going to school boards. The National School Board Association put out a letter to apologize for the letter that they actually had sent. However, the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland is what he's saying has refused uh, to apologize in any way, shape or form on the memo that they put out to go after parents. Let's continue listening.
1: A big part of this this letter is that they're upset about parents not wanting critical race theory taught. Your son-in-law.
0: Listen to this.
1: Makes a very substantial sum of money from a company. Involved in the teaching of critical race theory. Did you seek and receive a decision from an ethics advisor at the Department of Justice before you carried out an action that would have a predictable financial benefit to your son-in-law?
2: This memorandum is aimed at violence and threats I, and I just asked
1: a question. Did you it seek has an ethics no
2: opinion? Predictable Did effect? you seek uh, an
1: ethics opinion? It has no... Pre- Did you seek an ethics opinion? Judge, you know how to ask questions okay. and answer them. Did you seek an ethics opinion?
2: You asked me whether I sought an ethics opinion about something that would have a predictable effect on something. This has no predictable effect in the way that you're talking about. So
1: if critical race theory is taught in more schools, does your son-in-law make this more money? This memo has nothing... If critical race theory is taught in more schools, does your son-in-law make more money? Yes or no?
2: This this memorandum has nothing to do with critical race theory Will you answer or if you any other an kind opinion. of curriculum. Will you at,
1: answer if you sought an ethics I am theory.
2: answering the best I can. Wait. Yes
1: or no? Did you seek an ethics opinion?
2: This memorandum has Did nothing. Did you
1: seek an ethics opinion?
2: This memorandum has nothing to do with
1: General, are you race refusing theory. to answer if you sought an ethics I'm opinion? I am telling
2: you that there is no possible. So you
1: are saying no. Just answer it directly. You know how to answer a question directly. I'm Did saying, you seek an ethics opinion?
0: I am telling you that if I. No use to continue that. Uh, Merrick Garland absolutely refused to answer that question because he did not seek an ethics opinion because it would profit um, his family in the event that additional race theory curriculum was uh, produced in the school system. And in the memo, that was one of the things that was identified was critical race theory. Um, And additionally, Something else that was identified was a mask mandate right prior after or during the pandemic when children came back into the school system. If you are a parent, a grandparent, or even just a taxpayer that's paying the dole for the public school system, you must get involved. Our nation depends on it. These are our children that these educators are indoctrinating This is the future of our nation. And if we allow this to continue, we will lose our nation. Do not be lulled asleep again. Parents are in control of their children's education, not the educators, not the educators. Parents are in control of their children's education. Not only are parents in control of their children's education, but parents are also in control of the development of their child. It's not a school board's decision to decide what's developmentally appropriate for your child. You as a parent have got to get involved and know exactly what teachers are teaching, what curriculum they're using, what textbooks, and also what books are they offering their students in the libraries. This is Randy Osborne. Until next time, God bless. Worldview Truth.